Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Huddle. Mike, Max, Pete, and Nigerian joined on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline by Matt Bookmeyer. Local ties and now working in the USFL personnel with New Orleans in a league that is... Uh, originating in the season being played in Alabama. We've talked about it for several times. Pete's been involved and, and uh, most recently had a chance to chat with some of the coaches when he was out there. So, Matt, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Hey, how are you guys? Pete, good, good to be here, Mike. Thanks for having me. How's it going so far? Yeah. What's, it, what's it been like since the last time I talked to you? <laughs> it's been quite interesting. We're 5-2, uh, and two and we played, uh, we played last night and won the first overtime game ever in the history of the USFL, I guess, if that makes any sense. But it was a unique scenario. They do the best of three. Uh, you go for two points from the two-yard line. And uh, we, we converted our first two and stopped them, and so we won. And then on top of that, there was a 60-yard field goal made at the end of the first half by Michigan last night. So there was a lot, a lot going on last night. So it was a long night, but it was a great game. I'll tell you, the, 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 first of all, it's wonderful to have you on. I'm, I'm excited. I actually catch these games all the time on television and some of the rebroadcasts and everything, and it's, it, it, it's exciting. I know that there's not a lot of fans there, and I understand all of that for the right reasons and, and that, that everybody is there from a financial perspective in the same city of Birmingham. But it seems like the guys are pretty excited about that. I, I mean, they really are uh, competing at a level of professional football, and I know whether it's coaches or players – these guys are really, really excited about it. I, I also know that there's a, a huge Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota certainly has a lot of guys involved in the USFL, yourself and Kevin Sumlin. And I remember Greg McMahon. He was a GA when I played at the University of Minnesota. You know, I mean, there's just, well, on, there's, yeah, on top of that, so I mean, many. Gordy Shaw. Yeah, like I told Mike, Gordy Shaw is someone's uh, offensive line coach. So it's, uh, you know, we got Minnesota connections. I get the updates on Minnesota high school football, but. These guys, you know, and then there's Corbin Lucina and, and uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jake, and then I keep saying his dad's name, and then uh, Evan Heim from Mank, and then Mike, Mike uh, or uh, Evan Heim from Minnesota State, and uh, mm-hmm. there's some other guys. We've got Sloter here that plays for us, and one of our tight ends is in getting married in July to a girl from Minnesota, so it's like, there's all kinds of connections <laughs> down here. I mean, it's just every time I turn around and then, you know, I live way out in Hugo and these guys all train in Vandas Heights. And I'm like, you guys train in Vandas Heights of all places. I mean, it's just, but you know, I tell you, these kids, these guys, they aren't kids, they're men. And uh, when mm-hmm. it's, when it's time to turn on the lights and go, they go. And uh, the way they've, they put it together here is 
is amazing. Uh, there, there are drawbacks. There are, there are great things about it. But I think the one thing you find is that these players are consummate professionals. They don't, they don't pay attention to the fans. They know that they're getting a national broadcast. They know that they're the game of the week on Saturday night. And they go out and play like it's any other game, whether there's 100,000 or 100 people in the stands. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a testament to their preparation and our coaches' preparation of the players. What's the living situation like there when you, when you is, are teams in the same hotels? Does that take on a life of its own? Do you have to be careful that guys don't get bored to tears after a while? What's that like? Well, they do a good job. You know, in training camp, we're all in the same hotel, and then they give the option to the players of living in a hotel or, or living, I guess, off campus would be the best word. Uh, the coaches, we stay in the hotel, so the walls are starting to begin to really close in <laughs> yeah. on the hotel rooms. I can tell you that. I've been down here since March 17th, I think. So uh, uh, I, I've you know gotten very, very good with picking out landmarks and looking, trying to look at new things out the window. But, no, it's really they, – they've done a great job uh, making sure that the players are comfortable. They let the players kind of uh, – they treat the players like men, and I think that's important. The players are responsible for themselves, getting to practice, you know, making sure they get over here, meeting times, things like that, communication, coordination. It's, there's quite an effort, but it all it all comes together when the players know they got to practice and, and play. So, And I, and when I was there, uh, you know, I got a chance to see, because I was driving through Birmingham, and uh, just stopped by and met, a, met up with a couple of coaches that are friends of mine that I've, I've known for a long period of time, and, you know, Coach Riley and Skip Holtz and these guys. I didn't get to see yeah. all of them, but I, I know they're all there, and, and, and just so exciting, how has the city of Birmingham been as far as – have they embraced this for you guys to make it oh, at yeah. least a little bit good? Oh, they do a great job down here. I mean, the stadium itself is a – it's a beautiful new stadium that, U, that UAB's had for a couple of years. Um, the fans really come out – the hometown team, Birmingham, I, I tell you, these fans in Birmingham have really come out to support their team. They draw roughly about 20,000 a game when they do play. I think they play here at about 1 o'clock this afternoon – um, and, and so they do a lot of great things. Uh, the city, the people are, are welcoming and warm. And if you're wearing your gear around, they say, Hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. We appreciate your support. And, and we try to pass along the same to the people that we're around every day. So it's, it's really been a good partnership from the, from the perspective of logistics and, and, uh, the, the kind of people we're around every day. Matt Bookmeyer is our guest personnel for New Orleans and the new USFL, and he's uh, from here and originates from Minnesota, giving us some perspective on it. Now, uh, is everybody driven to get into an NFL camp that plays in this league or not necessarily? I think there's a, there's a healthy balance of guys that probably realize that this would be their last stop, but there's also a significant number of players who have the desire to go on. Whether that happens or not is completely up to them. Uh, that, that's all based upon their level of play. It's all based upon what they're able to put down on film. But but the way we see it here is we are a standalone league. We are able to find our own players. We are able to sign our own players. We are able to secure our own players. And and so if that's what comes for these players, then that's a benefit that they have based upon the the uh, you know the work, the body of work they put down on on film for the other teams to see in in different leagues, whether that be the NFL, the CFL, or et cetera. So. Matt, to follow up on that question, I, I'd be curious, and, and maybe not just on, on your own team, but the, the entire league, are there guys that you see right now where you say, you know what, there's a couple of guys that are going to be in camps because they have proven there, that they yeah. are professionals. Yeah, and, and, there, and also are, on, on, top, yeah. on top of that, I just would, I'd love you to tell us a little bit about where that championship game is because I think that's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> So to, to the first part of your question, Pete, uh, the the player there are players here, and I can say this unequivocally, unequivocally, 
that make a 90-man roster in training camp better. And there are, mm-hmm. are players here that, that will make a 53. I, I really, truly believe that there are players that will make a 53 and certainly practice squads in the NFL. They are These are good players, good, young, ascending players. And with the amount of draft people, the amount of players in each draft for the next several years due to COVID, uh, there's just not enough spots for all the, all these players. So this is what this, this gives them that opportunity. But there are players that will be in camps for sure and probably players on 53 and probably players you'll see on Sunday. But the uh, the, the part about the, uh, the the interesting part about this is we are actually being displaced as all of, as you can imagine, the world games are coming here to Birmingham. I think the first part of next, I think they start in a week or two. And so we are actually moving our playoff games and championship game to Canton to play at Tom Benson mm-hmm. field at the pro football hall of fame. So it's going to be a fun That's thing. Awesome. And yeah, I think it's real. I think it's actually very cool. I mean, if you get displaced, that's not a bad place to go if you like football. So, uh, I will play our final two weeks there, and then, like I said, we got the we got the World Games here. The Garth Brooks is coming next Sunday, so there's all kinds of things happening around this town that that happen on a regular basis. They've it's amazing. They've had the PGA Tour, they've had the Champions Tour, they've had IndyCar racing. that was here a month ago, so I mean, it, it, they got something going on all the time. Yeah, and Matt, as I understand it, the, the, uh, at Canton they they've exp- they built and expanded that whole stadium, and so they're kind of built for things like this, right? They've really, really dramatically improved it. It's not necessarily the high school erector set that it was back when you yeah. used to go. I don't, Pete. Did you ever get to play there with any of your teams? I, I don't know, but it was a. I did. It was an erector <laughs> set. Yeah, it was an erect. It was an erector set back in the day, and it was uh, the, the stability factor wasn't very strong. I'll tell you that. But they've really dramatically improved it, and they want teams to come play there. They want football games there. So it it gives me the impression a little bit like like out at, out at TCO or at the facility there where, you know, they've got that, that nice stadium that's outdoors with stands around it for training camp. And it's a little bit like that high school feel, you know, they want high school teams to play their camp and high school to play there. And so they do a good job with all that. And there's so many football teams around there too, because Ohio is such a great football state, but there's also a ton of Mac uh, mid American conference teams that are in Ohio that, you know, they are able to, I think they're able to lure two games a year there. So through the Mac as well. So it's really been fun. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. And Maxie, I got to tell you, um, I, I totally agree with the, the 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 level of football is high. It's great. It's great to watch. I think it's entertaining. Um, and I can tell you, as a guy who played in the World League of American Football, I played in that stadium, the stadium we were talking about in Birmingham, and I played in a lot of other stadiums as well. But there will be players in the NFL, and I'll give you a great, great example. We had 10 guys off of the team that I played in in Sacramento who were in the NFL one month later who were on teams during the year, and one of them, Mike Jones is a very famous guy. I, I taught him how yeah. to play linebacker, but he made the, the game-saving <laughs> tackle in the Super Bowl against tight yeah, against at the very last play. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, there are players that, that you, you know you just haven't quite heard about them or or unearthed who they are. But there's a lot of players I think that could be in not just camps but on teams and making a difference on those teams in the NFL. So they they are down there scouting you, Matt. Is what we're saying, right? Yeah, there were teams in the press box. There were teams in the press box last night. There were teams in the press box all weekend last weekend. So, I mean, they get here, we give them the tape, and we started signing a lot of these, uh, you know, the college free agents, the guys in 22 that came out in the 22 draft that didn't have homes or were in trial camps or something like that and didn't get offered. And I think I I think we, our team, has signed seven or eight of those guys in the last 10 days. So we're giving young guys opportunities, and, and we're trying to do our best to do that as well, and, and hopefully we find a few of those guys that can keep playing for us. So, it's been fun, and, and uh, I tell you, it, it's, uh, it's an adventure every day, and, and you really work hard down here because you, you have to work harder to find the players. You have to work harder to recruit the players. 
but in doing so, it's greater rewards for those, for your, both for our team and, and for the players themselves. So I, I think, you know, I enjoy that part of it for sure. Matt, thanks so much. Keep us updated. We'll be watching from afar. All thanks, right, Matt. guys. Thank you. And, and enjoy the weather. It'll be nicer there than it is here today. So I heard, I heard mm. for tomorrow, 91. That's warmer than it is in Birmingham, for gosh sakes. So, we, we got anyway. the showers coming through. But, but we'll, we'll deal with it. Thank That's you, right. Matt. Appreciate That's it. Matt right. Bookmeyer. Talk to you later. Be good, guys. Thank you, Matt, for New Orleans and the USFL. We continue our theme asking for your texts and phone calls. Are you out and watching games again? Are you, uh, are, are you prone to go to uh, competitions? Are you still held back by COVID? Is there something else that keeps you away from the ballpark right now, or are you all in? 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. That plus Adam Thielen in our final 45 minutes on the show. Stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.